Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Alex. You're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It's Tuesday, December 22nd, and today we'll hear part two of our interview with Paul David Thompson, host of the Real Estate Podcast, Ready Investor One. What are some of the key traits that successful investors have in common? Can you learn to develop the skills and traits it takes to become a successful investor and entrepreneur? Well, to find out the answer to all these questions... Consider supporting the show by purchasing my Stock Market 101 course. If you love the show, you will love this course. As a student, you will unlock the potential for healthy long-term returns. You will learn how to beat inflation or the rising cost of living, earn additional income, and build equity, the vehicle of the wealthy. You will also get a personal investing plan template to help you design your strategy as well as a number of other education resources. Search GUM dot co slash learn stocks that's gum dot co slash learn stocks or click the link in the show notes if you'd like to show your support one of your quotes on your website is that you know, every successful person got to where they are by following the advice of someone who went before them and mm-hmm. you just you essentially just articulated that to us was that yeah you could have you probably would have gotten you know, somewhere you'd have had success, but the level of success that you're at now um, is doing part to being able to have that um, help and guidance along the way. Um, so now a question that is is very, um, I guess, divisive among investors is the stock market versus real estate mm-hmm. um, equation. And I, I don't think there should be a versus. I think you just got to get it how you can get it. It doesn't really matter <laughs> which one you do. But I do want. I'm curious to as to why you chose real estate because you're you're a brilliant guy. You're smart, and you know you seem to you have to have discipline to be in a real estate deal. So the stock market would have been essentially a cinch for you. Mm-hmm. What made you choose uh, real estate? Okay, so the short answer to that is it's really hard to grow your capital super fast in some sort of deterministic way in the stock market, unless you just have some sort of amazing insight that I have never figured out how to, how to gather or gain. Um, but I've been investing in the stock market way longer than I invest in real estate. Um, I've been investing in IRAs and 401ks in my, um, you know, using Vanguard and just doing index funds since you know, the early 2000s. And, I never, I I spent a lot of time studying and I never felt like I really could gather some actually new if I was making a decision that was where I was buying something at a discount or not. I always felt like when I would dabble in the stock market with my own stocks that I was just kind of throwing a dart at the wall and kind of basically using my insight to make some sort of instinctual guess as to where the market was going to go. And 
sure, I may have gotten lucky a few times. In fact, I did. In fact, I probably got more lucky than I didn't get lucky. But it was really, if I was honest with myself, in that case, I was probably just being lucky. There are certainly people who have the wherewithal to do this study and, and they have proven themselves, but I don't think I'm that person. And now fast forward 15 years later, when I decided, you know what, I need to like exercise or, 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 or you know, create engineer an escape plan from this corporate world. I didn't know how I could do that with, with stocks. So what I did find is that I could basically manufacture equity by going out and buying real estate uh, products or properties at a discount. So I maintain that it is for the average person, it is easier to find a discounted property than it is to find a discounted stock. And the reason I say that is because the, the math and the wherewithal to understand that you buy a property for fake numbers for a second, a hundred thousand dollars that's worth a hundred thousand dollars. And then you're buying it for 80 and it needs $10,000 worth of work. And now you have a, now you've just generated $10,000 worth of equity in that property. Well, with a stock, you get to know a lot more about business and you have to really understand these 10 K's and really understand the price per earnings. And you know, the, you know, there's just a lot. I mean, I, I have an MBA. I've gone through these, these classes. I know how to like do the paperwork you know, and do the equations. But do you really understand business well enough to actually know that this, this company, you're buying this one share at a discount for what its future earnings are going to be? I, I think that's a much harder equation than I'm buying a property that has comps around it that says it's worth $100,000, but I'm buying it for 80. And I know how much things cost to put some uh, flooring down and paint the place. And now the property is worth a $100,000. So I forced equity. I can do that more quickly in the, in the real estate than I can in the stock market. Plus I have the ability in real estate to borrow money for really cheap rates. And that allows me to go and acquire assets and that generate cash flow for me now and not have to kind of wait for the appreciation to happen because the market for which I have no control over. That's a great detail. Um, in that response, and I, I, I 100%, even though I am more of a, a stock market um, knowledgeable person in terms of like I know more about that than I do about stock, I mean, sure. real estate, sure. um, I agree with you 100%. You know, I, with when you're doing the evaluations and you're reading the charts and stuff like that, I mean, any emotional response from the person behind the business can completely you mm. know, foul up all of your plans. Mm -hmm. The stock market has is so much more emotionally charged than the real estate market. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, even though I am a stock market guy, I 100% agree with you there. Um, I think the only, the draw to the stock market is the, that if you are right, I guess, quote unquote, is the, the, the speed and the liquidity being able to get whatever profits you have out right now, I think that's what draws people. Absolutely. But that's like that's a fast money desire. Mm -hmm. Where real estate, you are thinking, you know, five, ten years out, it's more of a strategic, like a warfare. Um, yeah. So I do, I do really like that. That was a very in depth uh, response. Now, your podcast. Tell me mm -hmm. about your podcast. Why did you start to start a podcast about real estate? Oh, great question. So. I am not naturally a very outgoing, 
life of the party sort of guy. I really like talking to people and I like having kind of intimate one-on-one kind of conversations or I'm an introvert. So I, I get my energy from being alone, but I do very much like to be around people in small groups. That's just kind of the nature of introverts. So, but I know the power of networking and I want to network and I want to be um, the kind of person that helps connect people. So I thought, well, how can I put myself out there in a way that's kind of authentic to my own personality? And I'm an avid listener to podcasts and the uh, production quality is not that hard to create with uh, the, but just for just a few dollars these days, you can buy a very affordable USB mic, like what you and I are probably using right now and have a very good sound quality. And that's all you really need. And I had a few things to say because I've been through the studying of what it takes to understand creative finance, uh, to, to acquire real estate, how to engineer your way out of a W-2. And that became my avatar is how can I go about helping somebody else who was in a similar position to me a few years ago? Because I, I spent a lot of time looking and searching for uh, sources to help me. And there were some, and I, I got bits and pieces, but I tailored what I say to the, the, the avatar of Paul Jr. just a few years ago, because I know if there's one person like me out there, then there's probably an, uh, another hundred or 200 or a thousand out there like me. Um, and I found it just so natural and easy to think about, Hey, you just asked me a question. Let me just create a quick little recording here and put it out there. And there's a an added benefit that I knew was there, but I didn't really know how to quantify it. It's what you call microphone marketing. If, if you're in front of a microphone or on a video talking about something with confidence, people just, just are, are drawn to you. And that is how I market or how I network is by putting myself out there and letting people come to me because I'm not very comfortable to go up to somebody kind of, out of nowhere and knock on their door or send them a Facebook message or, or reach out and say, Hey, I want to learn something from you, or I want to do something, you know, I would much rather have a give to get to, to provide. And I found that having a kind of a backlog of content was my method of giving such that if anybody had a question, I can always provide a link to something that I've done, or I can say, I've read this book and here's my review of that book on, on this episode. Great financial success starts with two skills, goal setting and saving. That's where Digit comes in, the one app for all your goals. Digit helps you save, invest, pay off debt, and prevent overdrafts. With Digit, guiding money to your goals each day, you'll reach them faster and feel at peace along the way. Search thesavings.club. That's thesavings.club. Or click the link in the show notes. You'll get a free $5 to get your savings started.
you have you seem to know yourself extremely well, which I think a lot of people struggle with, right? You knew that maybe stocks wasn't for you, and you you ventured to real estate. You knew that you needed to seek out a mentor, and you just went and did it. And now you know that your personality just fits podcasting far better than it does maybe you know reaching and knocking on doors, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I really I like that and I appreciate that. I think people who are looking for success get told all the time that they need to be very outgoing and expressive and 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 uh networking is this new aggressive term for the the millennials where like you said you're someone of of that has success in your own uh, particular area and you did it through being true to yourself right and not being forced into this this one pathway for success especially in real estate because real estate they want you to knock on 100 doors mm-hmm. where, where that may be not something that you wanted to do give us some advice right for an inspired mm-hmm. investor and i will put myself in that in that category as well so some advice for me too because i'm interested in real estate right so what do you say to an inspiring real estate investor who's looking to like you said uh, kind of re-engineer and get out of that w2 okay so the Anytime you're investing, you you want to invest in what you know. So whether it be real estate or you know uh, forex or w- whatever else other choices are out there, uh, you you, you want to follow something that you understand. So what I suggest is if you feel like real estate might make sense for you, you need to go figure it out first and. Thankfully, it is, in the scheme of things, not that hard to know what a property is worth and what it will rent for and what it costs to fix up is certainly some learning to, to do there, but it is not an overwhelming formula or anything like that. It, it's if, if you're already investing somehow, you have enough savvy to figure out real estate if you want to. And so if you think that real estate, some, something about real estate, it draws, draws you, know what you're trying, trying to, to solve for it first. Because there are different aspects of real estate. There are, a, a, I mean, who knows how many different niches of real estate that actually are out there. I mean, there's dozens, if not a hundred. And they all solve a different problem. So I have this underlying theory that there is somebody making money in real estate in any market of any size given any market cycle. And so you need to think about what our current market cycle is and where you want to invest first. And so if you want to replace income and you're a W2, then you're probably going to go for a cash flow type plays where you do rental properties. If you already have enough income and you just want to have another place to stash your your, your investments, your, your, your available capital, then maybe doing something else like a REIT would be just as viable because our, a REIT is a real estate investment trust, if, in case somebody doesn't know. Um, that, that takes a whole lot less effort, but gives you exposure to real estate. So you want to know what you're, you're after. But let's say that you want to replace income and you have been convinced that real estate uh, are buying smaller, small multifamily or single family properties and renting them out is a viable next step for you. If that's the case, then you're, you are in a race against yourself to 
make your first offer and get your first offer accepted. Don't worry about the doors that you're going to acquire, the units you're going to acquire. Don't worry about the how many properties you're going to buy per year. Don't remember, oh, Paul bought 18 and 18. Maybe that's my goal. No, throw that all out the other side. You want to break through that first threshold of actually getting your first house. And to get your first house, you've got to be, be willing to make offers. And like you alluded to before, this is a business where you're going to make a lot of offers and get a lot of rejections. So you, that, that is probably the biggest hurdle that I find people have to overcome is to get to that point. And so to get to that point, you need to find what your own internal obstacles are. Is it learning how to run the numbers? Okay. Well, then that's, that's now your, your problem to solve. Anything that is your obstacle or, or gets in the way of your goal becomes your goal. So your goal is to make offers. And that is the really the single metric to measure in this business is how many offers have you made? I ask people all the time. They ask me all these questions. I say, wait a second. How many offers have you made? Like last week, how many offers did you make? And they give me some long run answer why they didn't, which usually leads to some sort of fear that they can't overcome. So whatever your fear is, we all have them. It's okay. But be honest with yourself. What is um, obstacle, what excuse is getting your way from making an off, from making an offer. If you start today within one month, you can make an offer on a property. I love it. I love it. I love it. I offer just good start. Just the, the hardest part <laughs> is the, the hardest part is just starting. Yes, it right? is. Um, well, thank you. So we mentioned your website, we mentioned your, your podcast, but just do me a favor, plug them one more time. So anybody who's looking for you can find you. Uh, are those the only two places to find you? Can they find your Instagram, Twitter? Give us all of them. Yeah, I've got all those things. Probably the best way to capture all that is if you pull out your phone and text the word investor to the number 33777, then you'll get an email from me with a free guide on the three steps to getting started in real estate. And you'll get access to all those um, different locations on the interwebs that I am. All right. One more time. Give me that number. It's the number 33777. And then you text the word investor to that number. Perfect. I just wanted you to repeat it one more time because anybody who missed it, I definitely want people to, I want people to blow that, blow that number up as much as possible. <laughs> um, maybe the real estate market is something that speaks to their soul uh, just a little bit more. And I'm sure that you're someone who could get them started on the right track. So I, I do appreciate you coming on, Paul. Um, and again, everybody go text that number 33777. And, uh, you know, the first step is to get started. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a thrill. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the last two days of this interview with Paul David Thompson. I know I sure did. Now, we've got episodes going up until the day of Christmas, and again, the week after, leading up to New Year's. I'm pushing through as much content as I can to get you ready, both mentally and physically, through the use of my course for 2021. 2020, too many people are caught off guard. That's why I started this podcast, to make sure everybody was armed and ready for their next opportunity. So, Make sure to be here every day leading up to Christmas Day. We have three days left till that wonderful, wonderful day. 
Now, if you didn't know, we're on Amazon Music now. So if you haven't, try listening on the go with hands-free listening powered by Alexa uh, for iOS and Echo devices. And if you haven't already, leave a review on Apple Music and share with friends and family because the best gift you can give this year is amazing education and an opportunity at financial freedom. And remember, don't ask for security. Seek adventure.